Women are a rapidly growing demographic in new gun purchases. If you know a woman who is expressing an interest in shooting, don't drive them away by doing the wrong things. I'm going to give you some tips on the right way to do it. So let's get to it. Hey, Scallywags, welcome to another episode of our podcast, A Pirate Talks Guns. I'm your host, John Sello. Sit back, relax, enjoy the show. Welcome back, everyone, and thank you for dropping in. Today, we're going to talk about a subject that is near and dear to my heart introducing women to the shooting sports. One of my favorite classes to conduct is my ladies' clinic. This is a two-day women's-only class, and it takes students of any skill level through the basics of safety and marksmanship to shooting an IDPA-style stage on day two. You can find a link to the description in the show notes. I made this a two-day class at the suggestion of my wife, as she said it gives the women a night to process what they learned on day one, and they come to the range with a more solid understanding on day two. Understanding the learning style of your student is important. You have to feed them the information in a manner that they best understand. It's always a good move to ask the student how they prefer to learn something. Ask them and see which of the styles they prefer. The styles of learning are commonly broken down as follows. There's visual or spatial. In this, they prefer using pictures, images, and spatial understanding. Next is aural, auditory, or musical. They prefer using sound and music. Next is verbal or linguistic. They prefer using words, both in speech and writing. A very common one is the physical or kinesthetic method. They prefer using their body, hands, and sense of touch. Next is logical, or the mathematical approach. They prefer using logic, reasoning, and systems. Next is social, or interpersonal. They prefer to learn in groups or with other people. The final one is solitary, or intrapersonal. These folks prefer to work alone and use self-study. Now, not all of these styles work well in a range setting, but most do you have to determine which one is going to produce the best results for your student. Now, being an instructor and having the experience, teaching things comes easily to me. Studies in adult learning theory and psychology help me to relate to students and address their individual learning style. My actual preferred beginning student has zero experience with firearms, so there's less preconceived notions and bad habits to break. And because they are fast learners, In my experience, women generally are especially fast to pick things up, but they have to be taught in the proper manner. While the majority of these chips actually apply to any student, you'll find some especially important when dealing with a female student. You want to be sure to cover the four rules of firearm safety so that she understands them. Remember what they are. Number one, always keep the firearm pointed in a safe direction. Two, treat all guns as though they are loaded. Three, keep your finger off the trigger until you are ready to shoot. And four, always be sure of your target and what's beyond it. 
And don't just parrot the rules. Explain what each one means and the rationale behind it. Cover the operation of the gun she'll be using with her. Doesn't matter if it's her personal gun or a loaner you are providing for the lesson. Explain how the gun works, what the different controls do and how to operate them, and what to do in case of a malfunction. While you're doing this, you can make determinations such as whether the gun fits her hand and if she's able to operate it. Husbands and boyfriends are bad about getting a gun for their wife or girlfriend without taking these two very important factors into consideration. I've had way too many women come to my classes with a gun so big there was no way for them to get a proper grip on it. Let them know what to expect on the range. Explain that there may be others shooting at the same time as their class and to expect to hear gunfire. Let them know what you're going to be working on and in what order so that they know the skills they're about to learn build on each other. Most importantly, set reasonable expectations regarding their marksmanship abilities. Let them know that it's okay if they completely miss the target when first starting out. After all, if they were world-class shooters, they wouldn't need your class, now would they? If they watched YouTube videos of Julie Golub, Michelle Viscusi, or Gabby Franco, let them know that they are capable of reaching that level of performance, but also explain to them the years of training and practice that these shooters dedicated themselves to in order to reach that level. Let them know that comparing themselves to others not in the same stage in the journey as they are will not be helpful. When it comes to the actual shooting portion, we all know that grip, sight picture, and trigger control are important. Don't try to get all these things right at once. Pace yourself and explain one thing at a time. Start with determining which is their dominant eye. Then explain sight picture, and once they understand that, Move to their stance and natural point of aim. Once these are solid, address any changes they need to make in their grip. Once you have all that locked down, then it's time to send rounds down range. Now before you move into the live fire portion, have her conduct some dry fire drills. This is a time to assess her gun handling skills and ensure she'll be safe when handling a loaded gun. Reinforce stance, grip, sight alignment, and trigger control during dry fire to give her the best chance of success when you go live. Explain to them how dry fire drills conducted at home with an unloaded firearm in a safe setting will reinforce the basics. Now when it comes to making corrections, couch them in the form of suggestions as opposed to saying they're doing it wrong and need to do it this way. Remember, they're a student and this is a learning experience for them. You don't want them to shut down on you because of all the things they're doing wrong and making them feel overwhelmed. When your student does something right, be sure to positively reinforce the behavior. Try to do this much more than point out mistakes. Nobody likes getting beat up. If your student isn't shooting consistently to the point of aim, believe me, they'll know it just by looking at the target. Correcting this by saying, try this, instead of, you're jerking the trigger, is a lot more palatable to the student. By offering a different way of doing things, you're involving them in the problem-solving process. You definitely don't want to go all drill sergeant on them and just start barking commands and corrections. 
Hey Anderson area, are you a realtor wanting to showcase your properties with video? Having a wedding or other special event you need photos of? Need a voiceover for commercials for your office phone system? If you're in the Anderson area, look no further than the Lock Lore Production Group. This full-service audio and video production company has the tools and experience that will give you the product you need. Be it still photography, video, or drone photography or video, you'll be amazed at the results they provide. Again, that's the Lock Lore Production Group. Contact details are in the show notes. Give them a call today at 864-245-1956. A student's first shots, particularly if they've never fired a gun before, need to be out of something they can easily control. I've got a 22 pistol especially for this. Handing a new shooter 44 Magnum and telling them to blaze away is going to be extremely counterproductive. Scare them with muzzle blast and recoil, and you assure that they will never come back. The best way to correct shooting deficiencies is to do them at the target. While she is shooting, don't make any corrections during her string of fire. Let her concentrate on what she is doing. After firing a group, have your student clear her gun and go to the target with you. Have her tell you what her sight picture looked like, what her point of aim was, and ask if she can tell you why the point of aim and point of impact are different. If she can tell you, go back to the firing line, Suggest she concentrate on the correction she suggested and have her shoot another group. Wash, rinse, and repeat until she is getting the desired results. If she can't tell you why she's not hitting where she's aiming, let her know what you observed during her string and suggest a corrective action. Explain to her the mechanics behind it. For instance, if she's getting too much or too little trigger finger on the trigger, Explain how not pulling the trigger straight to the rear causes the gun to be pulled to the left or right. Once your student is shooting consistently, avoid the trap of wanting to take them to more advanced shooting. You want them to leave on a high note, wanting to learn more and getting involved in the shooting sports. You'll want to save the first few targets they shoot so that at the end of the session, they can see the improvement they've made. Suggest that they come to an IDPA, USPSA, or Steel Challenge match and watch a couple of the stages. Trust me, women that are shooting in the matches will be more than glad to talk to them about it and encourage them to get involved. And remember, there are women actively involved in all the shooting sports. Trap, Skeet, Precision Rifle, any other shooting competition have women shooting in them that can make me look like a rank amateur. Now, if you're not an instructor or you don't feel comfortable teaching someone, don't just abandon an interested woman. Contact local instructors and ranges and see if they offer training for beginners. There are several avenues to to training for women who are interested in shooting beyond the traditional ones. A Girl and a Gun is one of the organizations that teach women how to shoot. One group I can specifically recommend is the Armed Women of America formerly the well-armed woman. The range I operate out of has a chapter. My wife is heavily involved with it, and I'm available on the days they meet to act as a safety officer for their shooting portion of the meeting. 
They meet the first Sunday of the month for four hours, and their members range in experience from raw beginners to a lightning-fast USPSA shooter. There are chapters nationwide, so check their website for a chapter near you. Links to their site and other organizations are in the show notes. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. As always, if there's someone you know who might like to listen to these, please let them know about us. We're available on all the major podcast directories and apps. If there's a particular subject you'd like to hear, leave a comment or send me an email. My contact information is in the show notes. And while you're in the show notes, be sure to visit our website and Facebook page. Until next time, shoot safe, and we'll talk to you again in a couple of weeks.